Social media gave everyone a voice. Wouldn't it be better if some people had laryngitis? It's the wisdom of Twitter. The most amazing tweets of the week. Twitter handles have been changed to protect the stupid. On Rock 107. What do words mean says, want the truth? Listen to this show. It's awesome and immune to the facts. Wazeless 2022 asks, how far is the drive from Miami to Florida? And good luck with that, writes Job Ad. Latin teacher needed for an elite private high school must be a native speaker of the language. DM me to apply. The wisdom of Twitter. Never heard of Gathering 34 asks, what do they call hunting for vegan food? You know, like going out and getting berries or mushrooms or whatevs. Serious questioner 570 writes, if my body is 60% water, why don't I evaporate on hot summer days? The wisdom of Twitter. Sure, I guess, says, ignorance is not an excuse for stupidity. And Science Science 570 writes, the moon is more useful than the sun. The moon gives us light at night when it's dark. The sun only shines in the daytime when it's light out anyway. The wisdom of Twitter. Breaking the news that's already broken. It's time for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. A holistic wellness influencer says that nobody actually needs glasses. Unless they're a high school girl who wants to appear ugly so the jock will like her for her personality, then totally blow his mind by taking them off, getting her hair done, and showing up all hot at the prom. Today is Talk Like a Pirate Day. Man, we really suck. Sorry, that's an example of talking like a Pittsburgh pirate. For the first time since 2001, the Patriots are 0-2. The front office is concerned if the losing streak continues, Bill Belichick will become grouchy. Making sure breaking news stays broken. Tune in tomorrow for Prospector's Briefs on Rock 107. No one is happy about this. And I'm not talking about country musician Chris Stapleton's reworking of In the Air Tonight as the Monday Night Football theme. Yeah, good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. The Steelers evened their record to 1-1 one one on Monday Night Football, beating the Cleveland Browns 26-22. to But the big loss was suffered by Cleveland running back Nick Chubb. Chubb was tackled on a run near the goal line in the first half, and he immediately grabbed his left leg. And it didn't look good. But then the broadcasters indicated it was a lot worse than what it appeared at first glance. Chubb was hit low by Steelers safety Minka Fitzpatrick as he was being dragged down by another person. That caused his knee to bend in a way it shouldn't. Chubb was carted off the field after going down. Steelers fans, who saw the replay, chanted his name and gave him an ovation as he left for the locker room. Chubb's backup, Jerome Ford, scored on the next play, but the celebration was understandably muted. Second-year running back Ford finished with 106 yards on 16 carries, had three catches for 25 yards and a TD in the air on the night, too. If you want to know how bad the injury was, listen to the fans in Pittsburgh and the audible gasp when the replay was shown. Here's Chubb trying to pick his way inside the five, and he does. And the last thing any Browns fan wants to see, Nick Chubb holding his left leg. Oh, boy. I am told that the replay of... 
Nick Chubb getting injured is not to be seen. Yeah, it's we're not going to show it. It's yeah, don't it's show it. In fact, I'm not even sure I could hear that again. Life's pretty tough right now. There's plenty of bad news, but it's not all bad. It's time for the brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. A 26-year-old couple in England got married last month. Then, three weeks later, they drove halfway across the United Kingdom to have a second wedding just so the bride's 91-year-old grandmother could be there for it. She has Alzheimer's and couldn't make it to their first ceremony. Thanks. We needed that. The brighter side of Prospector on Rock 107. That snarky tweet might cost you more than you think. Good morning. I'm Rock 107's Prospector. Have you heard the news? Elon Musk, our favorite space cowboy, wants to start charging us all for tweets. Yeah, that's right. Or X's, whatever they call it. He's turning Twitter, or X as he stupidly rebranded, into a paid subscription service. Well, there goes my retirement fund spent on stupid comments on Twitter or X. I mean, come on. We've been living in the age of free social media for so long, it's like getting a bill for air. Oh, you want to breathe today? That'll be 20 bucks, please. And don't get me started on the facts that he's rebranded it as X. I mean, what's next? We're going to start calling Water W? Now, Elon claims this is all to fight off bots. Bots! We're not talking about Terminators here. We're talking about those annoying little algorithms that flood your timeline with cat memes and conspiracy theories. But you know what? If it means I can finally have a conversation without someone trying to sell me essential oils, maybe I can get on board on this. But here's the kicker. Elon didn't say when this whole paid Twitter X extravaganza is going to start or how much he's going to charge. It's like you go to a restaurant and they hand you a menu with no prices and say, hey, just order whatever you want. We'll send you the bill later. Trust us. It'll be worth it. Oh, yeah. Sign me up for that. Can you imagine just the marketing pitch right now? For the three easy payments of your firstborn child, you can tweet like a pro. And what happens if you can't pay? They send you Twitter goons to repossess your witty one-liners. Sorry, ma'am, you haven't paid the tweet tax. Hand over the puns. So get ready, folks, because the future of social media might just come with a price tag. And remember, if you can't afford it, there are always carrier pigeons. Just make sure they're not bots in disguise. Prospector can be a little hot-headed. Sometimes he can be selfish. He labors to get through most social interactions. Sometimes you can be kind of a jerk. Today, he asked the question, am I a jerk? On Rock 107. Am I? Waiting to use the ATM, a woman in front of me, a couple women behind me. A lady at the machine is in the middle of a transaction. Card comes out, money comes out. She takes money, sticks the card back in. Now, you think she'd notice the folks in line and let one of them use it and jump back. But no. So, out comes more money. Again, she gets the cash, gets the card, sticks the card back in for a third time. And that's when I'm like, how many transactions you got? There's people behind you. You might want to let someone skip ahead. She laughs and she says, yeah, I know. I said, you know, but you're too stupid or lazy or inconsiderate to do anything about it. Thanks for thinking of somebody else. Am I a jerk? What do you think about that one out of the rock lines? Rock 107, am I a jerk? No, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> so you're okay with that move? Oh, hell yeah. I think it's rather amusing. You don't do the same thing. He's with me on that one. Uh, other people, not so much. Kimberly, yeah, the ATM will only allow you to withdraw so much at a time. You're the jerk. If you're in that much of a hurry, go to another bank. 
Elaine, though, says you're not a jerk. ATM should be a quick way to do easy banking. Go in the bank for multiple transactions. And the best is she knew she was inconveniencing everybody and didn't give a darn. Open mic from Maria in Edwardsville. What do you got? All right, prospector. I'd say no, you're not really a jerk. Just depends on the per person you're standing in front of in the morning, whether they are the jerk, but you're not. I'm not a jerk on that one, according to Maria. Andy says, yeah, would it take you an extra two minutes? I would have told you to F off. Chad says, no, it's a self-entitled Karen. No offense to anyone named Karen. Open mic, Frank from Goolsboro. What do you think? Am I a jerk? I'm sorry on this one, brother. I can't go with you on it. You're a jerk. Sorry. She's online. She's got that many transactions. I don't know. Suck it up, brother. She was in line ahead of you. Just let her do her business, and then you go about yours. All right. He's, that's what he says. Carl says, you're absolutely not a jerk. I hate when people are inconsiderate. Should be one transaction per person, or at least jump back in line and let somebody else. Stephanie says, yeah, you're a jerk. It was her turn. In the question today of am I a jerk for yelling at the lady after her third transaction and saying there are other people in line, you might want to let some people skip ahead. And the answer is, and it is incredibly close, one of the closest am I a jerks ever. The answer is, just slightly, barely, almost imperceptibly, I am not a jerk. What's the yam bag? A fool, an idiot, a blockhead, a dunce, you know, a dullard, simpleton, or a clod, nitwit, dipstick, pea brain, mouth breather, or numbskull. It's now time to announce the winner of Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day, as decided by you at rock107.com. Here are the nominees. Nominee number one. It's good to be passionate about your work. Maybe just not this passionate. The director of a high school marching band was arrested in Alabama Thursday night after refusing to make his band stop playing. His name is Johnny Mims, and he's been the band director at the high school near Birmingham since 2018. His school's football team won a game 27-0 on Thursday, and according to reports, bands for both schools continued to play long after the game was over. Police asked the directors for both bands to stop playing so everyone could go home. The other school band said fine, but Johnny told his kids not to stop. Police eventually decided to arrest him, and he resisted. They say he refused to put his hands behind his back, then shoved a cop, so they had to tase him. He's facing charges for disorderly conduct, harassment, and resisting arrest. The school's superintendent put out a statement, but said they're not commenting until they finish gathering all the facts. Nominee number two. He had a plan. Not sure what it was, but hey, he had a plan. Donning a wetsuit, fins, and a crossbow pistol strapped to his back, Jeremy Wallace went for an ambitious swim that ended up in federal charges and two Michigan schools being locked down after he plunged into a river dividing the United States and Canada. Then he walked 60 miles into a town to find the nearest pawn shop where he could get a gun. Wallace, a 24-year-old resident of Ontario, Canada, told police he swam across the St. Clair River into East China Township, Michigan on September 6th around midnight because he was not eligible to purchase a gun in Canada due to a prior conviction involving weapons there. He told police he intended to swim back to Canada with the firearm once he got it. He also brought a hammer with him on the swim in case he needed to break into the store to get the gun. But things did not go according to plan. Once Wallace got into the pawn shop in New Haven, Michigan, employees thought he was acting strange and refused to sell him a weapon. Wallace then allegedly grabbed a 22 caliber pistol and two clips and fled the store. He was located in a wooded area after a foot chase before he could slip back across the river. And the winner is... The guy who swam across a river from Canada to steal a gun from a pawn shop in the United States. You 
are the Yam Bag of the Day. And we'll move on to Friday's Yam Bag of the Week competition. Keep it here for all the nominees for Prospector's Yam Bag of the Day. Weekday mornings on Rock 107. Thanks for listening to Prospector's Prime Cuts podcast. Be sure to catch us live weekdays from 5.30 to 10 a.m. on Rock 107 or online at rock107.com or the Rock 107 app. A free download for your Android or iPhone. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher Radio, or wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss Prospector's Prime Cuts.